Hello, and welcome to Living Life Squirrel, a podcast about living and loving life with ADHD. My name is Robin, and I am your host. I'm a woman who was diagnosed with ADHD at 39 after living most of my adult life not knowing I had the condition. This podcast is meant to dispel the myths about ADHD based on my own experience and what it feels like for me and looks like to my family and friends. Hello, listeners. Today's episode is about encouraging teenagers to take risks. And not just taking risks, but calculated risks. Because taking calculated risks is essential for development. The reason I wanted to talk about this topic is because I recently listened to a podcast about teenagers and how their brains develop. And as a mom of a preteen and a teenager, I found the podcast episode I listened to really fascinating especially after going through the past few years living through a pandemic where it seemed like every single decision we made was far riskier than we previously thought. Like, is it worth it to hop on a plane and risk getting stuck in another country or getting COVID? Or when looking at worldwide supply chain issues, should you buy that thing at the store now or take a risk that the item might be there later? It seems many people are thinking more about risk and how scary the world can be. There's more pressure to make the right decision. And yes, the world can be scary, but living life feeling fearful with every decision you make is not a great way to live. By being fearful of all the risks in the world or paralyzed to make a decision, you can also risk not only missing out on opportunities, but also endanger your health when you're so consumed with anxiety of all the what ifs. Now, I'm not saying to go through a caution to the wind and not worry about a thing. Far from it. What I'm suggesting is to think like an issues manager. I realize I have a benefit here because I have worked as an issues manager for years. In my previous role, I was tasked with evaluating situations very quickly and making decisions on how to respond based not only on the information at hand, but my own understanding and experience. Decisions I made to respond immediately or not and how were risky because not every situation required immediate response. And responding with extreme measures to every situation would be the same as responding out of fear, which is not healthy. If someone is responding to making decisions with fear or being able to take a risk, they are triggering the flight, fight, freeze response and less likely to make rational decisions. And what value would I be adding as an issues manager if I was panicking at every decision and not taking risks? And teenagers, they're meant to take risks and learn how to take calculated risks. When you teach a child or teenager to be fearful of taking risks or making decisions, you're preventing them from appreciating and understanding their own abilities. I wouldn't consider myself or my husband helicopter parents. In fact, we probably encourage our daughters to take risks and learn from them in a way that might worry others. As parents, you're supposed to protect your children from harm. But if small harm doesn't come, how will they learn? And I'm not talking about major harm, but small harm. For example, A teenager might want to try skiing on a ski hill that they don't feel fully prepared for, but they are. They just need time to take it slow. Sure, they might fall down. Little harm. But if they are calculated in their wrists and are wearing helmets and protective gear and have practiced on smaller hills, trying out the larger hill can be a reward. Or when they've called us from the school saying they've forgotten their lunch, we as parents take a risk on being judged by other parents or the school when we don't rush from our jobs to supply them with food. Rather, our decision, our risk, is to let them figure it out. Because if we are rushing to fix their problems and finding solutions, they aren't learning anything. They aren't learning how to problem solve by negotiating for food or finding other ways to find a lunch. 
And without having faced adversity and us worrying about what others will think and simply solving the problem for them, they aren't learning. And helping a child or teenager navigate risk increases their ability to be comfortable making decisions. Teenagers are a lot like those of us with ADHD. Their prefrontal cortex is not fully formed until they are in their mid-20s. And why is the prefrontal cortex important? The prefrontal cortex is the part of the brain that impacts those with ADHD the most. It's that part of the brain that controls behaviors, impulses, and emotions, and is responsible for thinking, thought analysis, and regulating behavior. So if you think of a teenager, they, and a person with ADHD, will be drawn to what is attracting their attention that moment. They aren't thinking of the future, but what is right in front of them. And teenagers often have trouble analyzing their thoughts. That is not to say that those with ADHD do, but oftentimes they aren't able to explain their analysis because their brains are working so rapidly that it appears that they're winging it or haven't really thought through the situation. When they have, but it's passed off as intuition. Then there's emotional regulation. Teenagers can be moody and impulsive. They want to do what they want now and not later and not be tasked with boring things like studying for an assignment when they could be scrolling TikTok. So going back to risk-taking and how it can be beneficial, I wanted to look at why it's important to let teenagers take calculated risks and how those with ADHD often excel at taking calculated risks. Teenagers are constantly learning. The growth that occurs during the teenage years is incredible when they are faced with many firsts and have to make decisions on how to navigate situations foreign to them. As they get older, they use what they've learned and apply it to other situations. Those with ADHD do this as well. They're constantly scanning the environment and using that consolidated information to make decisions. Unlike teenagers, they often rely on their intuition, but are often quite comfortable taking risks, more comfortable than others. Because while they may not have a spreadsheet of pros and cons of taking a certain approach, they have rapidly considered what could go wrong and how they will pivot. They just might not be able to voice this. They aren't looking at individual facts, but a collective of knowledge, experience, and frankly, scenarios they've considered while daydreaming. When they take a risk and it turns out to be a poor decision, they can pivot. But when they take a risk and it turns out well, instant reward. Their brain lights up from taking chance and fuels their desire to keep pushing the boundaries. This is why so many successful entrepreneurs and innovators have ADHD. They aren't afraid of taking a risk and asking, what if? We are hardwired to seek out novelty, to learn and discover, just like teenagers. So when a teenager is willing to take a chance and try something new, our role as parents shouldn't be to project our own fears on them or question them on whether they're ready, but to encourage them. To keep the lines of communication open, and if necessary, explore with them things they may want to consider before taking that leap. To recognize that while their prefrontal cortexes aren't fully developed, they are learning from us and learning what risk tolerance is. To help them recognize that while taking risks can be really rewarding, they may not always be successful, and that's okay. Because as long as they are learning from their mistakes when they take risks and using what they've learned, they'll be just fine. Until next time, this is Robin and this is Living Life Squirrel, a podcast about how ADHD is more than a list of symptoms. If you have an idea, question, or comment, please write to me at livinglifesquirrel at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.